Welcome to Witham Sounding Board, a podcast sharing powerful business tips, insights, and trends for those seeking to become a rock star in their industry. Welcome everyone to Witham's Perspectives from the Bankruptcy Cliff, where we provide our perspective on various questions related to insolvency and bankruptcy affecting individuals and businesses. I'm Ken DeGraw, I'll be your host for this session. I am a member of Witham's Forensic Evaluation Services Group. Our team focuses on the unique needs of individuals and businesses going through a reorganization process, experiencing financial distress, or considering bankruptcy as an option. Today, I'm joined by Stephanie Danos, who's also a member of the team, to get her perspective on making that decision to file for bankruptcy. We do need to start out by reminding everyone that this information you're about to hear is general in nature and should not be acted upon without the advice and counsel of qualified legal representation and financial advisors who can evaluate your unique circumstances. So let's get started. So, Stephanie, how do you know when you should file for bankruptcy? So filing for bankruptcy is a decision that can stem from many circumstances. A few good indicators include when you owe more money in debt than you can afford, or you can only afford to pay for things using a credit card, when creditors are suing you for payment of debts, when you're skipping one bill to pay another, when you've defaulted on loans, or when your home is in danger of foreclosure. Good stuff. Um, so what are some of the reasons people choose to file? Yeah, so people file for bankruptcy for many reasons, some of which include medical and credit card debt, which are at the top of the list, lawsuits, reduced income or job loss, especially common right now due to COVID-19, divorce, unexpected expenses or emergencies, and student loans. All right. Um, assuming I'm, I'm thinking about this and I'm really not sure what to do next, who do I contact? Bankruptcy petitions can be filed by individuals, spouses, and entities. Despite this, it's highly recommended to first seek out an attorney as they will be able to guide you through the process. Yeah, good, good advice. Um, so I, I understand that there's a whole bunch of different chapters. Um, is there limits to which ones I can use? Yes, certain chapters are tailored for businesses and others for individuals. Both Chapter 7 and 13 have maximum secured and unsecured debt limits of about 1.3 million and half a million, respectively. Note that these amounts are subject to change periodically. For more information on this, listen to our talks on Chapter 7 and 11 filings. Right. Um, in, in what, if one, if a married couple, if, if one spouse decides to file for bankruptcy, what happens to the other one? Only the spouse who files for bankruptcy will have their individual debts discharged and the non-filing spouse will still remain responsible for any joint debt, which isn't really fair, but that's how it goes. The bankruptcy filing will only appear on the credit report of the spouse who filed. Oh, good information. Now, I know in, a, in a chapter seven, there's something called a means test. Um, what does that mean? A means test applies to individuals who file for Chapter 7. Its purpose is to determine if the individual can file for debt forgiveness under Chapter 7 by meeting certain debt and income limitations. High-income filers who fail the means test can file Chapter 13 to repay a portion of their debts. Okay. Um, and, and how about a business? What, what are the business options? Generally, the options for business owners will be Chapter 7, 11, or the new subchapter 5. Chapter 7 can eliminate business and personal debt tied to the business and allow you to close the business. Got it. Um, so in, in, my, in the business, uh, oftentimes there's personal guarantees. So if a business files, 
do the individual owners who personally guarantee the obligations also need to file? So if your business is a sole proprietorship, a business bankruptcy filing will affect your personal finances. If your business is an LLC or a corporation, your personal finances won't be affected. However, if your business has personal guarantees, the bank is able to come after the individual for purposes of settling the debt. And in this case, the individual may also need to file for bankruptcy. Um, so, and if there's a, you know, similarly, so if there's a cosigner on certain debts, what happens when the, the entity, when, well, when some, the, the primary files for bankruptcy? Yeah, so the banks have the right to collect on their claims. And if you file chapter seven, the cosigner will still be responsible for the debt. If you file chapter 13, the cosigner is protected from the creditors due to co-debtor stay. Well, I appreciate all that information. Um, so thanks, Stephanie. I hope everyone found information on making a decision to file for bankruptcy helpful. If you have any specific questions regarding your unique circumstances, please reach out to a member of our team. Our contact information can be found at withem.com under Forensic Evaluation Services. This episode, as well as others in the series, can also be found at withem.com. Thank you for listening to Withem's Perspectives from the Bankruptcy Cliff. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be first in line to hear what's coming next. Don't want to wait for our next episode? Check us out at withem.com. That's W-I-T-H-U-M dot com.